Welcome to the Riverdale High Public Access. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Riverdale. Creepy. Edgy and dark, but full of pep. The town with pep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so today we literally just finished watching, uh, episode two of Riverdale, season one, and yeah, it's wild. It's (laughs) still pretty wild. Just like its predecessor, episode one is wild, yes. It just, like, I, while watching this, I have a lot of conflicting emotions going (laughs) on. (laughs) I don't know quite how to feel about the show yet, honestly. We have decided it takes place in an alternate universe from Archie Comics. Yeah, this is a, a, what? I don't know, beta timeline that yeah. is, it's like the new Star the Trek Crisis movies. of Infinite Earth. <laughs> Crisis and Infinite Riverdales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they'll reboot it like 20 years later and be like, we fucked up. It's Infinite Crisis Riverdale now. And this one, everyone but Kevin Keller's gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God, that would be a good one right there. Although it seems like everyone's already gay in this one. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are just, like, apparently gonna fuck all the time. I don't know. Yeah. But, Is it um, just maybe that teens are always horny? I think that might be it, honestly. Yeah. Riverdale just seems like a very horny town, though. It really does. Um, but hey, let's, uh... Before we get too into the minutiae... Let's dive into the, uh, kind of a brief summary of the episode here. And I'm sure we'll be brief. Very. It'll be... Two minutes, start a timer. No. No, we okay. won't do that. Um, so basically it opens with another Jughead voiceover. Opens and closes with a Jughead voiceover. Which I guess is like our thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've read somewhere that apparently Cole Sprouse is trying to do a Rod Serling, Twilight Zone-esque vibe to that, but I don't know if it comes across. Um, it's basically, paying homage to a lot of different things. It really is. I, I, I feel like this show is just kind of a love letter to a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, he talks about how they're hoping that Jason was alive, which makes no sense. Um, there's a really great shot. Well, I mean, if somebody's just missing, it does make sense that That's you would hold true, that because he was gone for how long? Like a... It was the summer he went missing. Oh, on the that's 4th right. Of July. It was all summer. I keep forgetting so, that there's like, yeah, months. July, August, and then I assume September is when school started. We'll say September. So a couple months he's missing. So that yeah. is fair. I forgot about that time. People are missing for years, and and their families are still like yeah. waiting for them to come. Um, but so yeah, that's so, not unreasonable. No, that's fair. Um, but Just yeah, every Jughead's... other aspect of the show is unreasonable. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, they do this great shot of Jason and Cheryl like sitting in a booth together at Pops, Sharing, wearing uh... matching white linen outfits. They always wear white all the time. They're very much the Shining Twins. Um, yep, and sharing a single milkshake. With two straws, um, I think. Yeah. Probably. It's Pops. I think you can only have one milkshake with two straws. I don't know, because then later Betty and Veronica have two different milkshakes. That's true. And I was but sad. they're not having sex, and presumably oh, Cheryl and Jason are. That does seem to be the implication. <laughs> um, Jughead ends his little monologue by referencing the Telltale Heart as we see a shirtless Archie rolling around in bed. Yeah. Um, and he's so horny for Grundy that he texts Betty and sa- <laughs> literally says, You up. Yeah. <laughs> she asks and she's if like, she can Fuck talk. you. And then he stares in the window at her, and she's like, No, and yes. turns the light off. Oh my god. Gross. Oh, right. He can see into her bedroom. And this is because in the last episode, um, he and Veronica kissed, and then she wanted him to say that he loves her, but he couldn't say it. So she doesn't want to talk to him, which is fair. Like he always has. Right, yeah. And so she says no, and he comes to the window and looks at her and Mm -hmm. says please, and she says no. 
Um, this dude's too ripped for his own good, so he runs to Grundy's. Uh, yep. <laughs> like, literally in just shorts, runs in the middle of the night to Grundy's. Uh, talks about how guilty he feels. And she just basically is being, I don't know, a predator. And just saying, stay, She's don't like, talk, you can't don't tell talk. anyone I'll lose my job. Exactly. Because that's clearly her number one concern. Right, exactly. Not the dead child, not the child she's taking advantage of right now. Her own well-being. Yeah. As it should be when you're, you know, having sex with a 17-year-old, did we figure out? Yeah. Sophomore, something like that. Not um, old enough to be consenting. Yeah, definitely not. So that scene is very nothing. Um, it just cuts to Fred and Archie in the kitchen in the morning. Archie's just dodging all of his questions. Yeah, because Fred's like, where'd you go last night? And he's like, oh, for a run. And his dad's like, don't do that when there's a murderer around. <laughs> yeah, which is a good point to make. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Reasonable. That is. Uh, Betty, and then we see Betty's talking to her mom. Her parents are leaving somewhere. They don't yeah, really it's say. Unclear. I don't know what her mom's the job is. The dad just walks dad. in the room and says, "Don't wait up." And then mom's like, "Leave. Go sit in the car." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, then she's like, "Don't talk to Betty and Veronica and Cheryl and ever also, again." Her mom is too stoked that Jason is dead. Yeah. She's like talking about how terrible it is but like smiling and looking around the room to be fair that's also how cheryl's acting about it it's true um basically sits down to betty yeah says just like basically you're very naive don't let them take advantage of you um betty says oh you know i won't i'm gonna avoid all these bad people cut to her (laughs) archie (laughs) opening the door on betty and she's like Um, walk me to school (laughs) and they have the classic, I still want to be friends conversation. Mm-hmm. While um, walking down the middle of the street? Was that always. when that was happening? I think they were at that point, but that wasn't when I freaked out about it. That yeah. was a different time, because they're always walking down the middle of the street. Um, there's a mu- like memorial for Jason in the hallway, and this is the first time that Jughead and Archie like, talk to each other. Yep. I think they talk for like a second at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. But Jughead comes up, and he's just basically... I hate him. I can't. I'm yeah. very sad. This is a weird Jughead. He's it's very a... different from the classic comic Jughead. He's so pretentious, and he's so judgmental. He, at one point, makes some, like, tasteless joke, um, and Archie's like, hey, man, that's not funny. And so Jughead says, Sard- sardonic humor is my way of relating to the world. Which is, like, not something. I guess that actually is something a 17-year-old would say, and then you would That's be like, That's why I hate it, though. Yeah, exactly. What a dumb 17-year-old. I mean, they're writing these kids really well. It's just yeah. I, I don't like kids anymore now Except that I'm not Except for you, 17-year-old listeners. You're great. Exactly. What? Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. No, fuck off. Oh, God. Look. That's such a because it's your favorite character in the comics. I know. All right. So that's a fun little exchange between them. I don't think anything really happens. Uh, Betty is talking to Kevin about how he found the body of Jason while having sex with Moose. Or well, they weren't having having... sex at the time. That would (laughs) that would be way worse. Actually, way more traumatizing. They like roll over and oh. (laughs) I assume they didn't continue to have sex after that. They probably stopped at that point and called the police. Do you think maybe one like Moose was like, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> God. Anyway. Um, but then they show up in the office, and there's a bouquet of flowers for Betty from Veronica. Yellow for friendship. Mm-hmm. She also brings her some marigolds? 
cupcakes. Fancy cupcakes. Fancy cupcakes that she flew in because she's Veronica. Um, and basically, she's just being a delight and a very sweet yeah. person. She's very apologetic for fucking things up yeah. and wants to make things right yep. and promises to never do it again. They definitely need to date. And Betty's like, okay. And Kevin's like, what? Yeah. Kevin is being really, like, I don't know, anti-Veronica. But then Veronica leaves with the cupcakes, which I thought was weird. And then Betty's like, it's fine. She won't even remember my name next week, which is also weird for her to think. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of weird dynamics between those two. Or just between all of them, yeah. This whole school is full of weird tension I don't understand. The whole damn town. Like, I don't even remember the context of it, but Fred talking to Hermione yesterday. Yeah, and Archie's dad, and then Betty's mom, anytime she ever does anything. Yeah. And what the fuck happened with Polly? Way too, like, interconnected Mm -hmm. in a way that never actually happens. Yeah, like, we live in a small town. I don't fucking know anyone else that lives here. No. Yeah, like, how small is this town that they know everyone, but also you constantly see new people in the background? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, there's always, like, a new, like, face in the background. It's very strange. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so basically, they're being weird about all that um weatherby is making an announcement to the school that jason's body was yeah, found we see weatherby for the first time and he's black which is nice change of pace um he's also got a dope bolo tie which i was into yeah <laughs> cheryl gets on the intercom with him and just says will not rest until jason's death is avenged yeah. walk the green mile to sit an old sparky which I don't, don't know, know why what that means. everyone in this town speaks in weird, like, <laughs> aphorisms and metaphors. And also, I guess the principal and the sheriff were just fine with her doing that. And they're just like, eh. She's a blossom, right? They, like, yeah. are super rich. The and, sheriff who is know. Kevin's dad. Yes, yes, we should add. Sheriff Keller. Um, Cheryl's fucking wild. This, yeah. this Cheryl. She's crazy She's person. insane. Like, yeah, like, so crazy. Um... Oh, then you get a good scene that means is so confusing. That's Alice Cooper bribing the mortician oh, to yeah. look at Jason's like, body. Like the mortician is like examining the body, which is gross. Very. And then Alice Cooper just comes in and she starts talking about it, like in a way that we are supposed to know what's going on. But then just hands them a bunch of money. For some reason, I thought that she was like going to be, like, an investigative reporter or something. Well, she's holding, like, a little microphone. Which like, I a tape like, recorder. Yeah, exactly. What is she, Dale Cooper? Come on. I don't know, man. Well, she, I mean, she is me Taking comic. notes back in Twin uh, Peaks. Yeah, exactly. She, what if it is Shelley Johnson, and she just changed her name and moved away from Twin Peaks? I feel like she's acting very Audrey Horn, though. Mm. Right? Oh, she is. Can't you see that? She's got some Donna in there, too, though. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. She's not charming enough to be Donna. Or uh, Audrey, I mean. Yeah. Anyway, we, like we said, watch Twin She's Peaks. She's very petulant, though. She is. Yeah. She's a very strange... I, I don't, don't know. know what her motivation I don't know, is. Yeah, though. I don't know what her role in this show is yet, apart from just, like, talking about how much the Blossoms are terrible. Mm-hmm. And how Betty she needs to stay She does not like the Blossoms, or anyone else, I guess. Seemingly. Definitely doesn't like Veronica or Archie. No. And... Is there any other person in Riverdale? Jughead, I guess. Yeah, Reggie, but he's not really a character. In I'm this sure one. she would also hate him. Yeah, that's true. So I don't anyways. know though. But yes, um, let's see. So Cheryl's fucking wild. 
Um, Alice Cooper bribes a mortician. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kev and Art, uh, Betty and Veronica are watching, walking to a very to a lunch table in the middle of a big field. Mm-hmm. And he says, so, <laughs> a big city girl with loose morals about Veronica. Which, which was is, hilarious. It was very and good. And it made everyone uncomfortable. Yes. They just kind of all go quiet. And he just is like scrambling to pull his which foot I out of like his own mouth. I feel like if somebody said that about me, I would be like, ha ha ha. Honestly, yeah. Like, I wouldn't know how to respond. I wouldn't go dead silent. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know how I would respond, but I wouldn't just be like, the damned, you know, yeah. the silence. Um, I think she, like, looked away. Well, of course you would. You're a big city girl with loose morals. Ooh. <laughs> I just meant that... <laughs> Damn, Kev, how's that foot Anyways. face? Archie is sitting at a table playing guitar. He plays a stupid guitar and then Betty cries Badly. and runs away. She's way too into Archie for everything and he's got going like, on. And she's like, uh, I can't do this yet. Fair, like yeah, yeah. And he starts to, oh my god. And then he runs after her, but not after yeah. getting his jacket. Just in case you don't know, it's Archie. Yeah. Just so you know, he has a varsity letter because mm-hmm. he's such a good footballman. But weirdly, Veronica and Kevin just hang out together. I guess I wonder what that awkward conversation was like after. Because yeah, Kevin does not seem to like no, Veronica. No, I don't much, think he does. Which is. Weird, because they're, like, best friends in the comics. Well, I remember when the comic came out, like, his introduction comic, uh, Veronica had, like, a big crush on him. Oh, that's right. And um, asked him out, and he was like, I don't like girls. And I remember reading a review that was like, arguably, Veronica's the most likely person to know what gay people are like. I, yes. Like, and be yes. aware of the concept of gay people. Right. Because yeah. she's, like, so plugged into this, like, big city... Passion. Yeah. (laughs) One of the most classically gay scenes, Mm -hmm. honestly. I don't know. It's that in the steel industry. (laughs) You know what else? Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, So Weatherby is talking to Archie, says you wouldn't meet my eyes in the hall today. Which is weird. Because he's the principal. I'm not always like, what's up, principal? Does he meet every student's eyes? Yeah. I don't know. He's just always, like, making intense eye contact with his students, maybe. It's, like, it's a great reason not to make eye contact with him. Yeah. Um, Archie feels guilty still. He goes to talk to Grundy. She is still being terrible. She says, not right, but it's real. Which is such a About gross their relationship. Sentence. Yeah. Like, because he's like, is this, like, a real thing? Yeah. I don't know what to do. And she's clearly manipulating him so he doesn't yeah. tell on them. It's so bad. And she, like, holds, touches his hand and gets real close to him. And then Jughead walks by and sees it. Because you're doing it in the middle of a classroom during a school day. Like, smudge. what's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's... this is the most likely place to get caught. He comes to your house in the middle of the night and you're like, get out of here. <laughs> but, like, in the fucking school in broad daylight, <laughs> she's like, no, this is fine. Uh, so gross. Oh, 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 God. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, because they're doing oh. this in an open classroom. Also, was <sighs> school over? Because there were a lot of students. No, there were hundreds around. of students milling the hallways. And it must have been during let's school. Let's not forget that when Archie walked in the room, she was sitting alone playing cello. Which she had been for presumably hours because she was also playing that cello when, like, the announcement happened at oh, the beginning yeah. of the school day. I don't know, man. There's a lot going on with Grundy. Yeah. I also liked, I noticed um, between these two episodes, 
they only let her be hot when she's, like, not at school. Yeah. You know? Her hair's, like... She does kind of have, like, a classic Grundy look when she's at the school. Mm-hmm. Like, hair up in that tight bun, glasses pulled back, you know. Mm-hmm. Not glasses pulled back. Her glasses but... <laughs> are pulled tightly against her skin. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and then, you know, they have her, like, summer Grundy. <laughs> it's all hot or whatever. Yeah. It's not great. Um, it's a very weird thing. You get to see the River Vixens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the River Vixen Riverdale cheer River team. Vixens. Yep, practicing. Um, and poorly. Cheryl's like, you're terrible, I hate you, I'm gonna go get the pussycats, don't do anything. And then just runs away. Yeah. Um, Betty and Veronica are stretching, and then Betty's being all petty to Veronica. Yeah. What does she call her? She... Um, I oh, don't know. Shoot. She said she was being, like, fake and ter- a wasp. Oh, yeah. At least she's not trying to pretend to be a butterfly when she's, well, she's a really wasp. Which is really a wasp, yeah, exactly. And Veronica's like, what, dude? And then <laughs> Cheryl so comes up nowhere, while they're yeah. fighting, and is like, oh, is I interrupting anything, girls? Yeah. And then oh Betty's God. like, no, let's go get Manny Petties. And Veronica's like, what? And then they walk away together like it's... friends. Oh, but let's not forget the fact that before Cheryl approaches, Veronica drops another fantastic line. They just give her the best lines, it's honestly. She's the best character. It's not my fault he doesn't like you, referring to Archie. Yeah. Which you said, harsh but true. Mm-hmm. And needed to be said. And then she goes on to say it's not his fault either. It's just how it is. Yeah, like... I wrote here. Just what no high schooler wants to hear. It's true. Um, (laughs) We also got the great closet monster line here, but yeah. Okay, dear listeners, gang, if you know what a closet monster is, help us. Tell us, please, because Cheryl calls Veronica that, and I don't know what that means. I googled it, and it's a movie from 2015, (laughs) so I hope that didn't help. Um, So I guess Veronica's a movie about a young boy with problems. Um, but anyway. Is one of his problems that he's gay? I don't know. It just said inner monsters in the Google description. Because they made an other weird closet reference, too, when Earlier. Kevin Keller was like, oh, maybe he should just stay in the closet. And then everyone was, like, weirded out by his statement. He was like, I didn't mean literally. And right. then they all changed the subject. And in this case, I want to know, too, does literally mean the, like, gay closeted or literally, like, staying in a closet. Do they know what it means to be in the closet? Was that the confusion? Maybe. That he, they thought he wanted to lock someone in a closet for some reason? They know enough that, like, they're just, like, chill with gay and everything, but they don't know the terms around it, I guess. I was just confused by that scene. I think that Kevin might be the only out gay person in Riverdale. That can't be true. It seems like it. I mean... Mm. We've never, at least comic-wise, we've never seen well, the Well, comic-wise, sure. Right. And then this one, the only other gay person we've even, or, you know, quote-unquote, as Kevin, like, dunks on him later, <laughs> quote-unquote gay, um, is Moose. That's the only other one we've I seen. Mean, I feel like he's not gay. Yeah, that's true. He's, yeah. I don't know. Kevin get, Kevin kept talking about Kevin said he had a spectrum. girlfriend. Yeah. Which, whatever. Um, so Midge does exist in this. Yeah, my God, I didn't even think he about that. He said Midge. I think he was like, well, he's Do got we his ever get to see Midge? Midge? I'm sure we will. We're Probably. two episodes in. That's fair. <laughs> I'm talking like, like a hundred We've watched so much. Mm-hmm. Um, they do- it does feel like so much happens though. Yeah, they're very dense episodes. Yes, they um, are. But yes, okay. Sorry, we keep getting sidetracked. Um, Hermione Lodge is working at Pops now, um, and then. Archie oh yeah, that walk. was a fun twist. Yeah, Veronica and, and like, like, why are we watching this waitress? And I was like, oh, it's Veronica's Veronica mom. Veronica calls her mom, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she looks very good. So in I the guess because Fred though, would I give guess. her a job, so she had to go to Pop Tates. And 
What happened to that big old bag of money she took from Hiram, oh, though? Yeah. Remember? I mean, wasn't that, like, she didn't necessarily know it, what it was? So I don't know that she took it or that... She did definitely have a big old bag of money, though. Right, but it just said H. Lodge on it, didn't it? Or H.L.? Which I guess could be either one. Yeah. Hermione or Hiram. She seemed confused by it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we... I'm sure we'll find out more. There's more plot around the Lodges that we haven't even gotten to yet. We don't even know what happened with Hiram. Yeah. We, we've we heard through Scuttlebutt that he's a villain in this show, but... I, I mean, don't know if even... in the show they said that he's a villain, so... That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So whatever that is, um, Archie walks in, and then Veronica and Archie just kind of stare at each other until Hermione's like, who's this heartbreaker? Which is a bad and She's like, oh, you're nickname. Fred's son. Walk Veronica home. Yeah. Um, and they walk home down the middle of the street. And he's got a single bag of takeout yeah. that I assume has a burger in it and, and like, like eight fries. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And they're again walking down the middle of the street. They, um... They, I did really like that they, like, kind of talk about Archie and Betty's relationship as it has been. Because yeah. you get the, uh, I'm context, that their relationship has only ever had this heavy, like, romantic connotation. Mm-hmm. Which is so unhealthy. Yeah. Like, since, he tells a story about how when they were little, he, like, proposed to her, because um, she tutored him. Yeah. And then she said, I'm too old. In the second grade. Yeah, in the second grade. I'm too old, or I'm not old enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm too old for you, Archie. Yeah. I'm not old enough. Um, propose to me when I'm 18, and I'll say yes. Hey, yikes, guys. Which is wild, yeah. So, like, you kind of are getting some bigger picture stuff, which I like that they added that in. Ask me when we're 18, and I'll say yes. Wow. Yikes. Wow, it sounds like y'all's relationship was fucked from the start. Yeah. They, I don't know what happened. I think that when we just cut to Cheryl and Betty hanging out, not getting mani-pedis, just in Betty's room. No, they're at Betty's house, and Cheryl's like, oh, I'm so glad we're friends now. I can't believe I was ever mean to you. She looks like she's about to straddle her. Yeah, she's like putting makeup on Betty's face, like inches from her. definitely does. Standing over her. Like a sexy cheek stroke like with the backs of her fingers you know where it's like that like i'm about to kiss you and she's like asking all these questions suddenly about polly and jason (laughs) and then betty's like what she's just like she was like i think your fucking crazy sister killed my brother yeah and then betty's like i'm gonna murder you if you don't leave right now get the hell out of my house before i kill you and she looks crazy like she's got some crazy eyes going which maybe, I don't know. Well, we saw in the first episode where she, like, grips her hands so tight, like, she cuts her... Oh my god, I forgot about like, that. Like, she cuts yeah. herself and is bleeding. Right. Like, she's clearly got some fucking issues. And I mean, should see a therapist. Yeah. I assume she is because she has Adderall, but probably she's not actually, and her mom just got Knowing that. her parents, Bought it from some say, doctor. Yeah. Just was like... autopsy doctor with a bunch of ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, next we get to see Jughead, like, oh, Archie walks back to his house, um, sans Veronica, she's just gone, but he's got his yeah, tiny takeout bag. he dropped her off at home. I guess. Um, wherever that, like, that's a circuitous walk. Where did they I mean, even who live? Knows? I don't know. They could live in a perfect straight line from Pops. That would be convenient, I guess. I don't yeah. know. 
Uh, don't they live in an apartment building or a hotel or something? Like I Hermione don't fucking owns? know. Yeah, that so we fancy. see it like once in Smithers. Smithers is, in it. is the doorman. doorman. Yeah. Anyway, Jughead is waiting for Archie on his porch, and He's immediately like, I saw like, you with Grundy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did like that he said, "A kid is dead, Archie, and you're worried about some cougar." And Archie's like, don't call her that. <laughs> She's literally a cougar, Archie. <laughs> and we were like, no, do call her that. Yeah, me. it's the most apt. You're correct in this one. And you're worried about some, some cougar. Don't call her that. She is that. She's not like that. She's she is. Stabbing the dog. Literally a cougar. Um, Jughead and Archie just kind of have some back and forth where Jughead gives him the... I He pulls a line that I'm really tired of being used in a lot of stuff that's the... It's not necessarily the line itself, but it's the lead up into it's the, I used to know this guy. Or where you're like, basically, it's the most like sad, disappointed in a person line where it's like, he was a real great guy. He wasn't perfect, but he was my friend. And it's like, no, stop. Just come up with something better. It's not a new thing, Use it better, Jughead, yeah. You didn't come up with this cool idea. I did like, we'll get to this later, but I did like that at one point Reggie's in the student lounge, which is... Pimpin', by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's very posh. <laughs> He's just talking about how edgy and, like, weird Jughead is, which is apt. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good description of him. Um, but yeah, so, basically, Jughead is giving Archie shit, telling him, you know, you need to tell someone. He finds out about Grundy and Jughead, or Grundy and Archie. Fred comes out, asks him to stay for dinner with the two burgers they have. Yeah. And then Jughead just leaves. Um... No, because Archie's like, he was just leaving. Yeah, exactly. Also, we only got two burgers, Dad. Why would you invite him? <laughs> One of them's for Vegas, my dog. <laughs> and the other is for him? And yeah, his dad Fred gets doesn't nothing? get to eat. He gets the eight fries. Oh, okay. He's on a diet. Um, true. I mean, clearly, because Fred weighed, like, 270 pounds <laughs> in the comic. True. And he's, like, hot dad in this. Yeah. Everyone's um, a dilf. <laughs> even the moms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Weirdly. I'm trying to think of what D could stand for in that situation, but I'm going to leave that for a fan. Yeah, let's not. Gang, tell me what that means. Um, Alice comes into Betty's room, starts burning sage, which was a fantastic touch. Yeah, it's hilarious. Says something about She's like, gotta get the, the evil spirits, spirits out. out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Betty says, I want to finally visit Polly, which yeah. is wild. Like, you haven't visited her in how long? Hasn't it been like a year? I feel like it has. It, I think it's been like a year since Polly was institutionalized. I feel like anything more than like a week is too long. Yeah. Is she even institutionalized? Do you even know? Maybe your crazy mom just killed her or something. Could be. Maybe her dad doesn't even know. Yeah, he's like, I haven't visited Polly either. (laughs) I forgot we had a second daughter. Yeah. Just like Um, our son, Chick or whatever. Oh god, I hope Chick makes an appearance. Yep, the spy. Oh, he is a spy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she burns sage. Um, I don't know anything else that happened in that scene. I can't think of anything. But then you um, just... Oh. Her mom's like, why was Cheryl even in this house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Betty says something about... How long are you going to let them hurt you? And then she's I like... My lesson, yeah, which, which is... Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like you're allowed to make your own mistakes. Um, I'm very... <laughs> I'm very pro, like, kids making their own fuck-ups in this situation. To an yeah. extent. Um, and then it, you see Betty and Veronica in the hallway, and I think they, they're they making up, which is 
kind of a nice mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, because Betty's like, you were right. Yeah. Yeah, because Cheryl went crazy. Yeah. Um, you get a nice shot where you get to see that Veronica can only wear black, and Betty mm-hmm. can only wear cream she colors. She was wearing, like, dark purple or something. Was it? It looks black it was to me. like... Either way, it's like dark it colors dark and cream color, colors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's from the big city. And, you know, they're all dark from the colors big city. in the city. That's true. That is a good point. I, I don't like know. That's much I, more it could also just be like a contrast thing, like some sneaky cinematography, like put her in black because she's the tough one. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to tell us with that, but they did Me give her a chocolate milkshake either. And I'm wearing my white yep. one. <laughs> um, uh, then you see the student lounge, like I mentioned earlier, where Edgy is edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie is implying that Jughead killed uh, Jason. Because these students have nothing better to do than this shit. Yeah, they're just all hanging out in the student lounge, yeah, speculating. Yeah, like, who was Veronica even sitting with? She was, like, leaning on the was arm of someone's Chuck? chair? I don't know. It's the only, like, black boy I've seen. So I'm guessing it's Chuck. I don't know. Um, yeah, edgy, or Jughead is being... <laughs> t- it's because I wrote Reggie, and then the next line down, the first word is edgy, so I yeah. keep fucking myself up. So but Jughead, Jughead is, is really edgy. Because yeah. um, Reggie makes some joke about, did you, uh, did you do something to the body when you killed him? Something fucked up, and, and he's like, it's called necrophilia. Can you spell it? And Jughead... Gets slammed into a vending machine yeah, as Reggie Reggie's leaps so over the couch by this. and shatters the glass on this vending machine. Which I'm pretty sure those are made for, like, kicking and stuff. Yeah. People try to break those all the time. Pretty regularly, I feel like. Um, Especially in a high school, right? Definitely. And then Archie gets a black eye trying to help Jughead. Yeah, and um, then Reggie's like, why are you helping him? Do you guys do it together? Some <laughs> yeah. kind of perv thing? He's yeah. like, what is this, Reggie? Where are you from? I know. He's like, it, I didn't kill someone, and you're like, oh, you a perv? And were they not, like, friends prior to this? Like, yeah, was that a secret friendship? Totally out of the ordinary. Anyway, um, so yeah, they get to a scene where uh, Jug... Oh, God, I keep wanting to say Jughead. Archie is icing his eye. Um, and Fred comes in and basically just talks to him about his girl problem, which is the Grundy problem. He gives him no information at all. He's like, there's a girl, as and I think I should do a thing, be. but she doesn't. What should I do, Dad? And he's like, uh, do what you think is right, son. Which I wrote surprisingly insightful, but that's not that insightful, actually. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, like it shows he has faith insight. in his son to do what's right. Yeah, I'd say, like, it's, it's rote TV show dad insights, mm-hmm. you know? Um, also, he probably thinks his son would know better than to get involved with his teacher. But... Well, his son is Archie, who's classically like the dumbest boy in Riverdale, except for Moose. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Well, we don't know this timeline, Archie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I need to stop drawing parallels. Crisis on Infinite Archies. <laughs> oh, that's much better. <laughs> um, there's a super cool time lapse of the sky that yeah. you get to see clouds. Yeah. Um, then there's a there's it's raining at the football game, which. They mentioned, I don't know if that yeah. is significant in any way, but they made point to mention it's it. It's ironic, don't you think? Rain on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess someone was getting married at this football game, <laughs> is what we're implying. No, it's a um, literal funeral, because it's a memorial to Jason, and the mayor talks about it. Yes. And then... Uh, I don't see how you're going to get to wedding from this, though. No, it's the opposite of a wedding. Oh, it's a funeral. I see. I see. It's an ironic wedding, so it's a funeral. <laughs> 
We're lost in the weeds with this metaphor. Okay, we gotta get out. We'll just start cutting down. Um, so yeah, Archie runs up to Grundy and says, I'm gonna tell on you. <laughs> no, not really. He's uh, he's like, you can come much, with me or not. I don't know. I'll try and keep you out of it. And then he leaves and she's like, ah. And Jughead watches the whole thing. Which is more credit than I was gonna give Archie, so. And then Betty sees his black eye and she's like, ah. She touches his face and then he gets swept away by a crowd of boys. Literally, like, slammed into <laughs> yeah. and pushed away. Just it's like, very weird. It's very jarring. Like, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Archie goes and talks to Jughead, who's like, we're not gonna hug now, but I'm glad you did the right thing. Yeah. Friends, let's be emotionally repressed. It's actually, he says that actually, though. He does say that. He says something about a douchebag nod and repress everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Archie asks, as friends, right? And Jughead just says, to be discussed. Over many, many burgers. Which, yeah, I don't I know. I guess the application is that, well, we guess we're friends. Or maybe it's just that, buy me a lot of burgers and yeah. we'll be friends because I'm Jughead. Which, again, I brought it up while we were watching. Jughead has not gotten burger crazy yet, which I'm very upset by. Yeah. You can't have a non-burger crazy I don't know how edgy you can be and also be burger crazy, though. I don't know, man. You seen Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven? That's true. Yeah, he's pretty junk food crazy. You just need to show him eating burgers. Don't have him, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, cookie monster with burgers. Just like, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um... I'd like that, actually. Um, uh, the Pussycat, Pussycats come out and sing a dope-ass oh, yeah. um, Fucking song sweet. that samples Sugar Sugar. I wish that could be our intro. That would be so good. Can't. Definitely can't. Um, and they do it. I was not paying attention to the dance routine, but it seemed just like a cheer routine. It was the routine. same one they showed in the practice. Okay, just with a good song. Yeah, um, their hair's wet. Yeah, Cheryl, Cheryl comes up on stage, and it looks like she's about to say something, but then she just, like, yeah. Hugs. I thought she was gonna like make a speech or something. Yeah, but then her and Josie just hug, and then Coach Clayton comes up and announces the Bulldogs. He's like, "Let's cheer for the team, which guys. is the football team." And then as they all run out onto the field, she like Cheryl staring yeah. intently Archie, at Archie, yeah. and then she sees Jason in his place running right. out onto the field. Which I thought they were gonna pull into the like Cheryl wants Archie thing that is so prevalent in the comics, but I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't go that route, because no. we do not need yet another person into Archie. Yeah. Um, and then she runs away across, super fast. <laughs> like, and everyone through, across sort of, like, a giant football like, field uh, in the and rain. Veronica runs after her, and then after a beat, Betty runs after her. Yeah. And Veronica comes into the locker room where she's sitting there crying. Mm-hmm. Comforts her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says something her. about he was supposed to come back. Yes. Which is very interesting. Yeah, because... Um, Oh. Veronica's like, what's wrong, yeah. you idiot? And then Cheryl's <laughs> like, Jason's dead. And she's like, yeah. I understand. And then she's like, no, you don't understand. He was supposed to come back. Yeah. There's also some weird stuff with his body that we forgot to mention. It's just that he had oh, yeah. some ligature marks around his wrist like he was tied up. Mm-hmm. And his hands were kind of like they had been frozen, it seemed like. Was that it? Like I wasn't some really cryo sure. something. He said something with the word cryo in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm guessing they his hands were all fucked up basically. But and he was shot in the just head. Shot. Yeah. Um and then Betty and Veronica are at the chocolate shop. Uh, they decide to get a milkshake together. 
Mm-hmm. Betty has vanilla and Veronica has chocolate. And they're like, let's make a vow. Never let boys come between us again. Which they must okay. have made that vow like 800 times in the comics <laughs> yeah. and it never sticks. And then Archie and Jughead walk in and they're like, huh? <laughs> and then Betty's like, do you want to join us? And yeah. Jughead's like, only if you're buying, and leaps over Veronica to sit on the other like, side of her Literally somehow. over her. I didn't see it, it happen. It was very weird. Yeah, I just saw him not in the table, and then, like, in the corner. And it was very And then they're strange. all talking and laughing, and it's a very wholesome scene you of Americana. Jughead voiceover starts, and he said something like, the neon lights keeping the darkness at bay for just a little bit longer. And then he closes with, and, and then, they found out that Jason was actually dead weeks before. Or it, n- no. Like a week before. It, he died a week after they thought. Yeah. He didn't die on the 4th of July. It was like a week or so later. Yeah. Um, and then it ends with Cheryl, like the Weatherby and Kel, the, uh, was it, uh, Chief Keller, I guess it'd be? Yeah, Sheriff yeah. Keller. Sheriff Keller, God, I couldn't think of the word Sheriff. <laughs> uh, Weatherby and Sheriff Keller walk into the classroom Cheryl's in. She oh, yeah. stands up, says, you're here for me. Sticks out her wrists for them to put cuffs on. Uh, Keller, Sheriff Keller says that's not necessary. And then she just says, you know. Because Veronica's like, what are you talking about, Cheryl? Why do you know they're here for you? Yeah. And Cheryl's like, because I'm guilty. And then and Jughead like, says ah! something like, those three words changed everything. But they they mean, like... I'm guilty. Okay. Those three words okay, that means nothing, though. Guilty of incest, maybe? Yeah, there's nothing it there. could mean a lot of things. Yeah, it's so vague. Like, so I, I really, I am actually very excited for the next episode to figure out mm-hmm. what that's about. Um, I'm sure we won't find out in the next episode. It'll no, probably I'm be sure like not. 75 episodes later. It'll we probably be like, won't find oh, out until season four. Like, that's what she meant. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Jason died on my birthday. And... Yeah. <laughs> We get a zoom out as you see, I don't know, Riverdale just, like, doing Riverdale. Yeah. It's um, it's a pretty wild episode as far as it goes. I think we're both invested in this, oh, this Archie-verse. Oh, my God. And so I am very pro-Veronica. Yes. Oh, yeah. Veronica is definitely my favorite character now. I like Betty, too, but I don't know what her deal is. She's just... I think she's just more of a baby than Veronica. Well, it almost seems like, because the Veronica, I'm sorry, the Betty of the comics is very much who her mom seems to be worried she is in this. What do you mean? Well, like, her mom, Alice Cooper's always like, oh, you're so naive and they're taking advantage Mm. of you. In the comics, they do all the time. Yes. But in this timeline, Veronica hasn't done anything bad to her yet. No, Veronica's been very good. I mean, yeah, yeah. She Archie's just... been a shitbag, but that's Archie. Yeah, but in a, like, in a all timelines, there's always a life where Archie's he like isn't trying to. Yeah, he just is stupid and doesn't know what he's doing, and is just hormonal and should stop being abused by his teacher. And that's the thing, like I I keep hating all of these characters because I think they're like twenty something, but then <laughs> yeah. I remember they're playing high <laughs> like, school. Oh, they're children. I'm like oh right, they're sophomores in high school. That's why. Yeah. All this shit is happening, mm-hmm. why all this seems so important. I don't know, it's just... They also give them, like, emotions and, I feel like, maturity that high schoolers would not have. Mm. They give them too little and not enough credit at the same time, Yeah, I think. And it I think that's about right. kind of like a TV thing with high schoolers in general. Yeah. Like, they don't take... They don't... Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm... 
intrigued at, at the very least. Yes. I hope they can actually like flesh out some characters. I want to get some Dilton Doily up in this. Yeah, that's true. Where's we our Dilton? We saw him very briefly in the first episode. Yeah. And we have not seen him since. Not in. It's... I keep forgetting which one is Reggie because there's so many generic Jack guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which one is Moose. Yeah, I really can't tell for Moose. I mean, I think he's like the only blonde boy in Riverdale in the comic. Yeah, but he's not blonde in this. I know, so that's what my that's what I'm saying. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> well, Kevin is also blonde in the comic and not in this. That's true. Maybe if they just got Arnold Schwarzenegger to play Moose, then I'd be able to tell. Because that's basically... So you mean Arnold Horsenlegger? No, he's in Katie Keene. <laughs> uh, oh my god, is he going to be in the Katie Keene show? I'm sure he's not. Fuck, I hope he is. Okay, um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up for our, uh, talky bits, at least. I did want to share, as we're wrapping up here. Oh, yeah, we still have some admin to take care of. Well, I have, um, I've drawn a lot of parallels between this show and Twin Peaks. Yes. And I wanted to share a quote that Dale Cooper says in Twin Peaks that I think very much applies to this show. I would love that. He says to Diane, of course. A small town is not unlike a river. Lots of hidden currents and eddies, each holding its own secrets. My guess is that I haven't even broken the surface yet. I fucking love that. Yeah. Ugh, Dale Cooper. I think so that good. we haven't yet broken the surface of Riverdale. Yeah, that's definitely The town true. full of pep. Mm. I mean, what was it? Didn't Archie or Jughead start the first episode by saying, like, Riverdale's like a river or some yeah, shit probably. like that? Probably. He did know. say something about dark sea. I don't know. If they could get one episode that David Lynch like directed, that would be amazing. That would Just be to see amazing. what it looks like. Or like that him and Mark Frost wrote even. Just so you get some good dialogue. <laughs> that would be quite a good. It would be be a hell of an episode. <laughs> yeah. Be a lot of foot shots of Cheryl and Veronica, I'm sure. Oh god. Um but yeah, I think that's gonna do us for our yeah. um summary and stuff. Um please as always, you can uh, check out all of our podcast episodes on rhsavclub.com. You will also find links to our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, and I think... Do we have our email on there by this point? Uh, no. Not yet. Um, <laughs> we'll so you can get it here. That's RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Easy to remember. Uh, our Twitter and our Instagram are both at RiverdaleHighAV, and our Facebook group Facebook group is RiverdaleHighAVClub. So um, please... Jump online and say hi to us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's really it, except for I did want to make one small mention that while we recorded uh, this episode, Megan and I were wearing matching uh, very good Betty and Veronica denim patch jackets we that we got. very, very cool. We'll post some uh, photos on the Instagram of us in those uh, jackets. Um, yes. But yeah, I think that's going to do us. Yeah. All right. As always, I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you all at the Chocolate Shop, gang. See you at the Chocolate Shop. Edgy. Edgy. <laughs>